2: This is Nadia Okamoto and welcome to another episode of Tigris where we're gonna talk about college, but like being very real about college and um, how stressful college admissions are. And I honestly just wanted to make this episode as a love note to all my seniors out there who are entering the midst of applying to college and also to my little Harvard freshies out there, not Harvard freshies, college freshies, but Harvard Freshies specifically, since I just graduated. Good luck starting first year. Um, I had a very unconventional experience with college. I really only think I had a campus college life my first semester at Harvard. And then I decided to run for office, and it changed my social life forever. Um, But I want to rewind a little bit and talk about the admission process, which for me began when I was in fourth grade. I was born in 1998, one year after my mother graduated from Harvard herself. She was younger than I am now and was pregnant her first year in law school. And I was essentially the first baby she ever babysat. But I think because I grew up in this kind of recent post-grad social circle of all her friends. The idea of college and college admissions and thinking about college is something that I was honestly very privileged to have at top of mind from a very early age. And I say that it's a huge part of my privilege because regardless of what I've gone through from a financial instability or housing instability standpoint, education and higher education was never out of the question. My mom, even when we were couch surfing with our closest friends, education was priority and making sure that I had my own room to even study SATs in and get ready was like priority for my mom. But I had a lot of anxiety about college from a really early age when it was completely unnecessary. Um, I started going to therapy when I was in fourth grade, when my family was, my parents were getting divorced. And part of my discussion in fourth grade was that I couldn't sleep because I was thinking about college admissions. And I was spending my free time um, listening to high school musical and singing along and looking up the admission statistics for Harvard and Stanford and MIT and the Ivy League schools, stressing because I didn't have perfect grades and while my younger sister was always easily placing into the talented and gifted programs i was not Um, i have always had really bad test anxiety and growing up in the public school system when they start pointing out like who the gifted students are i honestly was not like very much part of those groups. It was my mom who showed up at the school angry that I was not a testing student and would convince the teachers to test me in a different way until I got in. Um, Very grateful for my tiger mom who refuses to be called a tiger mom. Um, But all that to say I had way too much anxiety about, about college admissions and when I became a senior in high school I wrote all my college essays um, for 20 schools I was applying to before senior year started. And why that is ridiculous is because I only ended up actually applying to one school early, and that is Harvard. But I had so much anxiety about it that I was convinced I was not going to get in anywhere and that I needed to write all the applications before I even submitted them because I was scared that if I got rejected, I wouldn't have the heart to keep going in life anymore. Um, And To add on to all of that, I really had convinced myself that the college I was going to go to was going to decide the rest of my whole fucking career. I thought that If I got into the wrong college, one, I would not be able to afford it. Or two, it would not open up the opportunities I would want. Or three, I would end up with people that I didn't like. Four, I would end up with the wrong community. Five, I wouldn't find an entrepreneurship community that I was really excited to be a part of. And to be honest, I could keep going with this list. But I want to share them with you kind of rapid fire, because these concerns were what gave me panic attacks multiple times a day all junior and senior year because I was terrified about college admissions. And to be honest, what I learned from applying to college and seeing who got in where is that it's a crapshoot. There's no equation for what's going to get you into the right schools. I was not a perfect test score GPA student, I had a 3.7, a 2230 on my 2400 SAT score. And I share all that because I get asked it a lot on social media. And I share it because when I tell my friends what I had as a GPA who are at Harvard, they were in shock that I got in. Right. So I share all that to say like college admissions are literally like affected by what the weather is like when that reviewer reads your application on the day. Right. If it's raining, they might be in a grumpier mood. Right. At the same time, It really depends on how they're trying to fill out the whole class of whatever year right if they want more people who are in orchestra they're going to pull more people right um and i think that for me a big part of college admissions was that i hyped it up to be such a scarier process than it was and all the different adult voices were in my head telling me I had to check off every single box and more, even outside of the scope of what I was passionate about. I overworked myself in high school to the point that there were 10 plus clubs I did in high school that I was president of that I didn't even include in my college admissions, right? I was president of Mock Trial, MIT, Asian Pride Club, you know, all these different clubs that weren't at all something I was necessarily passionate about but I felt like I had to do because of the stepping stone to get into college and at the end it wasn't even something that was considered Um, at the same time I think that what I learned by through my college career is that it really isn't about what the school's name is it's not about what the classes are really like it is not at all what I expected it to be at all. I went to college thinking that I was going to stay with my high school sweetheart boyfriend, who was the other student in all of Oregon to get into Harvard early admission. Um, we were kind of like this power couple in high school. And we got into Harvard together and broke up before we went. And it was heartbreaking to me. And we tried doing the whole open relationship thing. Our freshman fall, it did not work out. and. But i really thought going into harvard that like he was gonna be my like college boyfriend and i thought i would join whatever sorority or social club there would be meanwhile i learned very quickly that i am not a great partier i'm extremely introverted and i'm too awkward to make it past the first round of any of the sorority events (laughs) and it's actually a really funny story i used to get punched for the sororities and then literally made fun of by my friends, because I would feel so awkward talking to strangers. I would bring up the weather like three times in that conversation where I'd be like, hey, I'm not I'm from Portland. Like, isn't it so great that it's sunny? And then we would talk a little bit and i would be like, I've just been really enjoying the weather. Like, I'm so socially awkward. Like, I know I'm extroverted and like do my influencing work, but like, I'm ext- introverted and very awkward. Um, but you know, to me, college was hard. I showed up and I think Harvard was a place where everybody there was used to being like the big dog at their school, right? There was a lot of ego and a lot of competition. And it was the first time I was introduced to a field of people where being exhausted and busy was glorified, right? And I joke about this with my friends a lot where Harvard was a culture where when you meet strangers in the dining hall or otherwise you would say, hey, how are you doing? And they would say, oh, you know, I'm good. I'm just so tired. I'm just so busy. I have no free time. And they're not saying that as a like, oh, you know, create time with me so we can rest. They're saying that as a like, I'm so busy like bow down and respect because like my time is in such high demand or I'm so busy from juggling all these different things on top of my academics and being a Harvard student and that is something to respect right and that to me is something that was really dangerous but something I fell into very easily right signing up for clubs I wanted to be an overachiever and I was kind of competing against other overachievers who are also trying to be as exhausted as possible. Um, and, you know, I had never drank before college and that was something that I was kind of having to learn my own limits with. And at the same time I entered college as a full financial aid student. Um, and to be honest, I think that the financial part is a huge part of why I put so much pressure on myself to get into Harvard in the first place, because, I knew throughout my high school career and my mom would remind me many times that in order to afford college, I needed to get into a top tier school because they had the largest endowments. And the good thing about being a low income student is that if you get into one of those schools, it's an automatic full ride. Um, and so I entered college with every scholarship I could possibly apply to Gates, Coca-Cola, Elks, um, and also a full financial aid package to Harvard, which I'm so thankful for, but Harvard was also a place where I was exposed to more wealth than I have ever seen in my life. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save money on your insurance? And see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save. This show is part of the Pro-Democracy Podcast Coalition. I think most of us agree that in a functioning democracy, the winner should be determined by the voters. Well, that almost didn't happen in 2020. Now, extremists are working to intimidate and replace nonpartisan election workers with quote-unquote yes-men who might reject election results. The only thing that will stop them is us. We've partnered with the grassroots pro-democracy organization, Represent Us, to give you the tools you need to protect free and fair elections. Learn more and get involved. Visit represent.us slash pod to learn more right, where people are five to sixth generation at this institution, where their names are on buildings, where my roommate freshman year, her name was literally in a hallway in the science center, right? And it is this wealth that I had never seen before. And you are able to distinguish social class by suddenly seeing brands like Canada Goose on most of the students, you know, um, and. It wasn't easy. And I spent my freshman fall being half heartbroken, exhausted, um, not enjoying classes and not really sure what I wanted to do because I entered with this legally blonde dream of what Harvard would be. And instead, it was something that I was really terrified by, which was um, just hyper competitive, uh, a lot of hustle culture. And I honestly, throughout my four years did not really find a home or a friend group or a community. Um, And that's something that that makes me really sad. And it's why when I meet young people now and they say, you know, if I don't get into Harvard, it's the end of my life or the end of my career, or do I even need to go to college? My answer is like, college isn't this picture book thing that I think media and our parents might make it out to be. It's one, what you make of it. And two, like, just because it's harvard and it has this crazy brand name doesn't mean that it's going to be that perfect experience that opens up all the doors and i know i say that from a place of privilege of being a young entrepreneur but my freshman year at harvard by the end of my year i hired a harvard senior to come work full-time at my organization i ran for office my freshman spring and i started my second company when i was a sophomore i published my book my um, sophomore summer and I started another company and ran, uh, raised the seed round my senior, my senior year. And I think that there are so many things that I did, but also so many of my peers did who didn't go to Harvard that I don't think I needed a college degree to do, right? So much of what I do right now, sitting to you and talking to you on a podcast was made possible because I did therapy and journal a lot and learned to talk to myself and uh, learned to talk in a microphone and then met a really cool producer on Clubhouse, you know? And so much of what I've learned to do from a company perspective was figuring it out as I went. And my mom often asks me like, do I use what I learned at Harvard in the work I do today? I mean, sure, it's helped me in critical thinking skills, but am I citing Rousseau and talking about, you know, 1800s governmental policy that influences our democracy? No. Right. Am I talking about statistics and the Z score and these vocabulary words that I do not remember at all anymore? So don't quiz me on what a Z score actually is. No, I'm not. And so so much of what I'm doing today was not influenced by my experience at Harvard. Um, The thing that I think I got from Harvard at the end was not lifelong friends. It was not Um, you know, hard skills for my career that I think I would have otherwise need if I was wanting to be a doctor or something like that. Harvard gave me a brand name where I can say I'm Nadia and I graduated from Harvard and people automatically think, oh, you must be so smart. You must be a genius, right? And that is name and street cred that I am forever thankful for and is priceless. But like to my younger sister who's in her senior year right now, and I see her stressing so much about college admissions, it just breaks my heart because I think we're really conditioned in our society um, and by the public school system to think that higher education is going to make or break our career. And we think that higher education is going to set us apart in terms of opportunities later on in life. And our self-worth is defined by what college we get into. And I just want to say that that is absolutely not the case. Yes, college can open so many doors, but at the end of the day, what college you go to is completely what you make of it, right? I have friends who went to Harvard and are unemployed right now that made the bestest friends and are so happy and living with their college roommates and like truly their they're ride or dies. My mom went to Harvard we weren't this big shot family that experienced a lot of financial success. We went through our own hardship. And my mom is one of the most well-read, brilliant intellectual people and still quotes studies that she did while she was in college. Right? So I think that it completely is a crapshoot admission process and it is what you make of it. And you just really need to know that as you're going into this college admission process, because I swear I got like a hundred DMS today of people who are so terrified of not getting into the right school. And again, To be honest, at Harvard, we use the same textbooks other state schools used. Um, The kind of parties that we have are nothing compared to the frat parties at other places because our school doesn't even have Greek life, right? So if you're looking for a fun social college time, maybe Harvard or one of those places is not what you're looking for, right? Um, And I think that I look back on my college career, and the thing that is the biggest highlight for me was honestly my experience on the hip hop team, and that is something I never would have imagined saying. Um, I went into Harvard thinking I wanted to be a public defender or I wanted to run for office, and I ran for office when I was a freshman um, in my spring year, and or my spring semester, and it was really hard because. Harvard students are really competitive and I didn't think they would really care that I ran for office and suddenly everybody was talking about it and I was going to parties and people were pulling out their phones saying Nadia for city council and making fun of me and they were making fun of me in the Facebook meme group and kids were getting into trouble for online harassment and it made me really scared to leave my room. So honestly from freshman spring to sophomore throughout the sophomore year. I was canvassing, working six jobs. I was a research assistant at the musicology department all the way to cleaning floors at a yoga studio, to running my nonprofit, then to writing my book. I was overworking myself because I was so depressed with my life in college. And to be honest, if I went back and I asked myself, would I go to college if I had to pay for it, my answer would be hundred percent no. I feel very privileged to be able to have to to have been able to go to college for free without financial burden to my family or to have a loan I'm so thankful to the scholarships but I do not think I personally would have gone to college if it would have cost me anything and the reason for that is because I think college the benefit of college is that it is structured time to keep doing your learning but I have a lot of friends who dropped out of school or did not go to college who learned way more because they had self-discipline so for my friends out there who like you need that discipline like both my sisters need discipline where someone's going to give them a syllabus and structured reading and assign them books to read and giving them assignments to reflect and in part maybe that's what i needed to study like old philosophy but I have friends out there who are so regimented, so disciplined, and they will go out and create syllabus and reading lists for themselves. They will spend their time doing their own reflection. And maybe for those people, college was not what they needed. And they are just as successful and some of the most well-read intellectual people that I know, right? It breaks my heart to see all these people who are so terrified about starting college, about applying to college, worrying about what college you're going to get into in middle school. And I get it. Like I was there and I regret being there. I wasted too much of my time stressing about what college I was going to get into only to not have the best of experience and just to wish I was done with college. And now I'm on the other end of being a graduate and it's a piece of paper. No one asks me where I really went to college and nobody asks me for my GPA. I had a 3.3 by the way. Um, And I'm really thankful I got to go. I'm really happy I have that piece of paper, but at the end of the day, Um, I I feel fortunate to have the Harvard name, but beyond that it's not an experience I would ever do again. Um, And so I hope you just believe in yourself and your own self-worth as you think about college. And if you're really questioning whether or not you wanna go to college, I think that is completely your decision and I support you in whatever you feel is the right decision for you. I'm Nadia Okamoto and you're listening to another episode of Tigress. Thank you so much to my team at DCP who has been an incredible support in bringing these episodes to life and putting up with my ramble to myself in studio. I'm really excited for you to hear this episode where we talk about college. I really want to hear from you too. Like, what are you thinking from this episode? How are you feeling about the college process? Did you go? Are you going? Are you applying? So engage with us on social media and you can keep listening to Tigress wherever